Welcome to our next episode of Escaping Carcosa, the offline version, Call of Cthulhu 70 setting. I'm Michaela. I'm your keeper for this game, and we will go around and introduce our cast. Tenzin? Yes. Uh, hi, my name is Tenzin. Uh, they, them pronouns, uh, just like my character Mauve, who I play. 30-year-old uh, art curator gallery, you know, pretentious, uh, loves the occult, uh, kind of um, anus. Uh, so yeah, that, that's uh, that's who I'm channeling in this campaign. Beautiful. <laughs> Jack. Hi, I'm Jack. <laughs> uh, he, him pronouns. I'm playing the character of Guy Jury. Also he, him. He is a early 50s age, not time period, private detective slash uh, occult investigator, um, or at least that's what he calls himself. He's a bit of a social outcast, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Jack True. That's J A K underscore True. And Dre. Hey, I'm Dre. They them, and I can usually be found GMing the podcast Bad Heroes, which is Bad Heroes Cast on Twitter. And here I play Fable, the parkour practicing hacker. Fable is twenty six and uses she they pronouns and is trying to rescue her partner. All right, and Fathermo. Hi, so my name's Father Mo, my pronouns are she or hers. I play Noor, also uses she or her, hers pronouns. Noor is 24, she's 5'4", she's loud, and you will always know exactly where she is just based off of her personality, either because she is currently talking to someone way louder than she needs to be, or someone is escorting her out of someplace she was not supposed to be, <laughs> just because of the nature of her work. And you can find me at kind of shit posting on my Twitter and like also where I talk about my streams and stuff at twitter.com slash Fathomo. So F-A-T-U-M-A-A-A-A. There are four A's underscore. Guy, in this modern day Seattle 2050, what is something that Guy misses the most about the before times, before technology really blew up? Hmm. I think like growing up mm-hmm. and for a lot of his, 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 his younger days he could easily like go and, and, and walk into the hills especially if he was in, in the UK and since being in the US and being in, in the city, so I guess, I guess he misses like not being in the city mm. and, and since, since text blew up, like everything's just ramped up, so I think everything would be his, his, his answer. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all just too much, it's like everything's just ramped up a little bit higher than you would like and finding any sort of privacy is, is difficult. That's fair. That's fair. Very good. And Nor, what genre of video games does Nor like to play and stream the most for her community? So Nor definitely, definitely plays a bunch of different games. She tries to throw in some like older games, like tries playing some like Breath of the Wild and like Stardew Valley, which in 2050 would be like older games. <laughs> But honestly, I think her favorite kind of games are ones that are like really chill games where she can chat with her community just because the reason she streams is because she likes talking to them, and like hanging out with them. Aww. So like she'll play games where she can like, like be like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to go like talk to this person in the village and then doesn't do that because she spends the whole time just like talking to her chat itself. So she definitely likes <laughs> games that are more chill so that she can like connect with her community. Um, every once in a while, she will play like a super intense like 
first person shooter just to like throw him off <laughs> and be like sorry y'all i am being a real gamer now kind of like poking fun at like gaming like like gaming like stereotypes about like how women don't play first person shooters like y'all i'm a real gamer now but yeah so <laughs> the cozy games with every once in a while like call of duty nice or like beta i don't know <laughs> first person shooter saturdays <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah exactly the first saturday of every month is just first person shooter saturday oh gosh nice um and mauve what is a piece of art that you were most proud to sell at one of your private auctions you know this piece was quite a unique find in terms of uh, an up-and-coming new artists you know new talent they took a chance with the artist, you know, was like, okay, I'm not usually the one to kind of display this kind of artwork, but I'll give you a shot, you know? And uh, yeah, it ended up selling for um, a, a cool million, you know? And, uh, Very impressive. And, yeah, I mean, I, to describe what the art itself was, I mean, it's just, there's not enough words. You just have to see it for yourself. You know, so that it's you, but think of the color red, just a, you know, if that helps at all, directly uh, <laughs> the vibe. So that that's the piece. Very cool, very cool. And Fable, what is one of your favorite spots in the city to go to to kind of get away from everything? I think one of Fable's favorite places in Seattle to go is Gasworks Park, which has just a massive series of structures, which is this abandoned industrial center that was turned into like a public park. So there's huge grassy areas around it, but there's also these massive sort of like copper colored pipes and structures that you climb on. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, by the way, I just realized due to inflation, a cool mill, it might not be all that much. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. I think it's still like a decent amount, but. <laughs> you make a good point, though. Yeah, yeah, at least in the hundreds of thousands still, but just not an exact million. Yeah. Very good. So, where we last left off in our previous session, the group of investigators had all found themselves back together at Mopop, where a PR event had just taken place. And unbeknownst to many individuals excited about the game, it seems like things started to go awry. <laughs> Our investigators tried to do their best to deliberate questions as media personnel and the like. Unfortunately, the PR event was concluded and the employees of Nostradamus who were attending the event had made their way into Mopop Museum, leaving a very displeased crowd of media personnel standing at the front, while our investigators donned garb from a nearby media truck and made their way to a side entrance of the Mopop Museum, where they were greeted by three very nicely dressed Nostradamus employees, barring their entrance. We come back to our investigators staring face down with these three individuals who look a bit out of the norm from the rest of the Nostradamus employees that were seen around the grounds of Mopop during the PR event. And the last thing that 
was told to them was that they were not supposed to be here. However, our investigators do intend to make their way inside of Mopop. Or at least that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so you all are staring down these three disgruntled, what you imagine to be Nostradamus employees, barring your way to the side exit that you took the time to, you know, pick lock your way into. What do you do? And they're, they're wearing full face hoods, right? Cowls. Right. And they spoke in, in, in unison. Correct. Suits and cowls. A, a very threatening combination. Right. They're very nicely dressed. The suits are, are form-fitting. They look like they were made to order suits fitted for each one individually. They're all standing at about 5'9", their heights only varying slightly. You can't really see their hair and the like because there is those cowls kind of over their head, a little hooded bit that seems to be separate from the suit that just kind of slightly goes over their face. But you can see their general features, right? So they all are clean-shaven. Their eyes seem very dark. Like, they're looking at you, but not at you as they speak to you. I feel like when... Fable and Nor were unlocking the locks. Nor kind of like got like lower and was like trying to like pick at them. Um, so I think she stands up and fully is like, oh, so hi, nice to meet you. I love the suits. They look great. We actually are security and I pull out the security badge and we were just trying to get into the building. The front entrance was just overcrowded with media and we were trying to get in a different way. So if you'll just like let us pass, that would be great. And she just starts like... <laughs> <laughs> very slowly like trying to like walk forward just trying to like bluff her way through mm-hmm. if you will roll <laughs> me a charm but in the meantime as you try to push your way through all of their arms go out at once and <laughs> stop you from pushing forward any further that does not surprise me I love that we encounter like what clearly are cultists or something like that. And Nora's just like, hi, excuse me, sorry. Nora's uh, like, this is, these are cosplayers, actually. Sorry, okay. uh, real quick, I I rolled a 51 and my charm is a 70. So I did succeed it. Okay, so a normal success. Um, I've decided I'm not letting this go the way you want it to go. <laughs> there will be no combat. They all stare at you blankly, right? Mm-hmm. And they ask for your identification number for your security badge. And their eyes shift to the rest of your group behind you. Guy and (laughs) Mauve and Fable, who do not have security badges. They are dressed as media personnel. And they all point. And in unison, once again, they say, And And what what of them? them? We're here to get interior shots, mate. And uh, it shows the, uh, I guess we've probably all ca- like, we've got, like, camera equipment and things that we've stolen. Fable points to the little badge on her shirt that's like a little owl with, a, with like, a wire wrapped around it and says, Yeah, we're with Wired Owl News. <laughs> wired Owl News. <laughs> Beautiful. And, and the guy's got, got camera in one hand, boom mic in the other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whatever, whatever you're holding, you like. You're holding me, so I'm scared. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we, we just need to uh, take a few shots of the ground floor, if that's all right. Yeah, like I'm taking them into the museum to take shots of like the ground. They're not going to where like the whatever meeting or whatever is happening. I saw that they ran back in. Mm-hmm. 
or just they're getting shots of the new exhibit that's going to be like happening so i was supposed to let them in a back way or something i think the way this is gonna go is they are listening to these stories they presume you were telling them not sure if they fully believe you or fully disbelieve you at this point and they all turn to each other and it seems there is some nonverbal communication between them all and one of them points and says well the majority of the media is over there and points back to the entrance of Mopop while one of the others turns around and heads further inside of Mopop while the other two once again talk in unison and say we are going to go check your credentials and ensure that you are indeed here to take pictures of the ground floor we were not informed of this and at the moment there is an important meeting taking place that i do not believe is to be interrupted you may have to reschedule how are you doing that both of you speaking in unison it's it's quite interesting we've worked this job a long time like more wants to stun gun them <laughs> As they're talking. Because <laughs> only two of them, right? One of them went back. One of them went back. Is the person who went back on, can Fable try to, like, catch up to them? And be like, oh, hey, hang on. I need to tell you something. <laughs> so you're going to push, try to push past the other two who are still blocking the way. To oh, so they won't let me by? No. Um, yeah. Okay. They're they're staying there to uh, to hold the, the door, as it were, until the other one gets back to check <laughs> what you're telling them is true or not. I think the second that one of them starts breaking off, Fable goes up and says, oh, hold on, hold on, I have to tell you something. And then tries to punch them square in the face. Okay. Great. <laughs> Love this, friend. <laughs> we tried. We tried. No, this is good. This is great. This is how it should be going. Violence is the answer, always. They're talking in unison. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> security guards. Yeah, they deserve to get punched. What are you talking about? They're perfectly normal security guards. They just have cool outfits. They talk in unison without having to look at each other. Except when they're not talking in unison, they just they just don't talk. They're like mind reading instead. That is true. They're just mind melded. So at this point, you are engaging in combat with the, the two security personnel who are standing outside this door. Lucky for you, the other one has made their way far enough down the hall that they are not going to engage with you. Wait, no, I don't want that. Oh, no. <laughs> However, um, since you are making a punch while you were having this conversation with them, I'm going to say that you are able to take a, a surprise attack, essentially, on... Which, which one did you punch? The one on the right or the left? Right. The one on the right. The one on the right? Okay. We may want to... I'm going to do my nonverbal communication with my team. I'll stare into each other's <laughs> eyes for a minute. And Fable communicates that if that person gets away and tells everybody that there's four people coming in here that are not supposed to be here, we're really yeah. in trouble. That You know what? You're so right. And I didn't get that far. That's why I was like, it's time for violence. Yeah. So uh, this attack that you... This punch that you just threw is going to be automatically successful since it is a surprise oh. attack. So if you'll just roll your fighting brawl for me and your damage bonus. That is a two. And then for the rest of you, we will then go in order of your decks for this combat. 
as well as the order of decks for the remaining security personnel. So we have Fable, so you will get to attack again, Mauve, and then one of the security guards, and then Guy, Noor, and the other security guard. It's me and the other security guard, just besties at the bottom. <laughs> like, how are you doing? Good evening? Yeah? No? Yeah, same. <laughs> just having a conversation. How's the fight? Fable, if you want to go ahead and make another attack after your surprise attack that you just landed, both of the security guards immediately tense up as you've thrown this punch. They turn around to check for their comrade who has left. They're a little bit too far away. So instead, they just turn back to face you and look like they're, they are also ready to throw some punches. How far away is the person who's left? Because Fable really would like to catch them. I would say they're not too far down. You, the hall behind them is pretty dark. You can't see much. A little bit of the light from outside is shining in, so you could see there's a few doors near the entrance you're at. They're probably at least two or three doors down by now. And it's down a hallway? Mm-hmm. And we're in a hallway. You are outside. Yeah, you're right by the doorway. Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't gotten in. Entrance, yeah, they didn't let us through. You have not gotten no. in yet. Dodge, fight, or maneuver. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what were our rules for this on, on sort of like uh, discussion of, of, of strategy? Like, are we? Do you want us to, to, to swing it or do you want us to, to, to discuss a little bit? If you would like to discuss a little bit, feel free, for sure. Because I was thinking, if, if you hold your action, so you, you can hold actions until whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, guy would happily like rugby tackle his way past the first guy, and then you could <laughs> run through. Mm. That would be great because I can do like some like parkour style stuff to get through hallways quickly and go yeah. over people or over obstacles, but not if they're not if they're trying to catch us. It might not work, and Mauve gets an action before me as well. So is it? No, I, so I they, think that's they, a great they, idea. they might want to do something before before Guy does something. Yeah, we should also try to we should also try to be quieter so that we don't alarm other people that were like if one of us gets hit, make the mental note to not mm-hmm. actively scream so that other people are not aware. Because like I know like like you don't want to alarm more people indoors if there is a scuffle happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think this I like that idea very much. Yeah, I think Guy. Can tell that what Fable is trying to do is to push is to get to past get past these yeah. people. He sees yeah. you looking at the looking at the person running away. <laughs> he looks at me. Yeah. Look, at him. <laughs> look back and forth. Lock, lock eyes with the guy at the other end of the hallway as well. You see Fable looking at the doorway and then looking at the wall, doing like geometry, like doing mental, like how how jump from thing and land on thing. It's that math meme. Like there's trig math. Half there are angles. <laughs> You're probably familiar with this expression. And then, and then you, you you punch someone, and then guy tackles him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Great. So, Fable, you are going to hold your attack at this moment. So next up is Mauve. I would like to grab guy's uh, boom mic, borrow it. <laughs> All right. I guess I will <laughs> take the boom, and I will bring the boom uh, at one of them. Uh, basically, use it as like a lance and like st- stick it right in the in the solar plexus. Okay, gotcha. The one who has taken damage already. So we will do a fighting brawl for that, but it will be piercing damage. Ooh, okay. So you'll get some... A little bit of extra damage on a piercing attack there, depending on how you roll. 
I love how ready everybody except Nor was to throw down right away. <laughs> yeah, Nor fully is like, what is happening? <laughs> she fully thought they were cosplayers, you guys. Like, she has, you have to understand that she was like, oh, this looks like something from an anime, you know? <laughs> yeah, Nor Nor wasn't there yeah. for faces coming out of computer screens. No, like Moven Fable. Yeah, that's true. Nor was yelling at a lady about <laughs> numbers. And guys just sort of... And guys, guys. <laughs> it's on site for uh, Fable and Moe. It's just on site. All right. There's a lot of noise happening. It's like, what? Wait, huh? It's like, all oh, that's going on in her mind. So I rolled a 62, which is still under the 65. They rolled a 91 for their fight back. So... That's a fail. Not great. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and roll your damage for me and go ahead and add a... A plus two, plus your damage bonus. Ooh, so I rolled a six, which means that's a three plus two, so a five. Your damage bonus is two. The piercing damage did an extra two. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have actually managed to already knock down one of these guys, because... Oh, my gosh. You did take over half of their HP in Let's one go. hit. Let's go. You know what? You know, Moe's got the moves, you know? <laughs> Your puns goes, are going to be what kill me, not Michaela. <laughs> Moe, I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> well, you know, I am a, a, an artist. <laughs> an artist of violence. I do some creative writing. Creative writing, please. Oh, my God. The security guard on the right grunts and kind of stumbles a little bit and drops down on one knee, holding the area where you've impaled him and looks up at you and shoots daggers in your direction and says, you won't get away with this. I think I just did. <laughs> but wait, the consequences of your actions may come to follow. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he is knocked prone and he was actually the one who would have gone. So Guy. Guy will attempt a maneuver to tackle the other one out of the way to completely clear the path. All right. Hopefully. Norris stands there in horror. No, Norris just like backed up and is like, I I don't know these people. I you fell like, off to the rough crowd. <laughs> Norris like a child who got lost on a field trip and is just standing there like, help? I don't know where my chaperones are. A forty-nine. A forty-nine? Alright, perfect. And then if you'll tell me what your size is as well. Or um your build rather. My build is one. You rolled a 54. The difference is three greater, so you are all good. So your goal was to knock him down, pin him. What were you trying to uh, attempt here? Knock him down out of the way of the door so that he's on the ground. I'm on top of him. <laughs> I've got hopefully both hands free, but that might be too much to ask. He tried to fight back this this with another maneuver to get out of the way of your very quick, decisive action to run at him, knock him into the door, throw him down on the ground, and unfortunately, um, as far as his his attempt goes, it was not fruitful. So, right next to the comrade who's been impaled and is is breathing heavily and grunting in pain after <laughs> being hit by Mauve, he is knocked down, and at the moment, you do have him pinned up against the door. Cool. Mauve, did you put a bar, like a, like a metal bar, straight through this human being? Just and it's blunt <laughs> too. Like, it was not a good time. The first round of a fight, 
this sort of like art dealer was just like, oh, I've been waiting. I've been waiting my whole life to stab a man and just like, <laughs> for it. Art. You know what? When you're in the art scene, the kinds of assholes you have to deal with, it can get to you after like 10 years, you know? Is this not the first time that you've done this? Let's not talk about that. She tried to do it to me with an accurate medieval representation of a, of a, of a, of a mace once. But... That does make a lot of sense, actually. It's true. I was there. It was a lot. So now you held your attack, but we're going to go to Noor first. Noor, what would you like to do? You were trying to charm your way out of the situation, and it has just taken an absolute turn. There is one individual sitting on the ground impaled by a very blunt object grunting in pain the other one is grunting trying to wriggle free of guy's grasp and you are still standing in the doorway Nora's never looked more like confused in her entire she's like i have never seen I've, the only time i've seen someone impaled is a video game or a movie so i think out of pure confusion she just autopilot walks in the door and just goes in is like I guess, I guess this is what people are doing, and I think I don't. I honestly like I can't ima- like she probably should attack, but I feel like it doesn't make sense for her to attack because she's like I genuinely don't know what's happening right now, mm-hmm. right? Because she feels bad stun gunning the guy who's impaled and someone and guy. I think she just walked. Can I just can I just walk in? Yeah. So at this point, uh, the one individual is lying prone <laughs> on the ground. Uh, has taken a major wound and the other one is being held down by Guy. So until his turn rolls around. What are their cowls? Are they just like, could Noel feasibly take the cowl of this person? You could. You sure could. Boy, that's a face, Michaela. That's sure a face you just made. (laughs) I think Nora just walks in and just tries to take the cowl of the person who Guy is grapple pinning because they mm-hmm. feel like they could attack less they're less likely to like attack but just like walking in trying to grab it you resolve roll real quick <laughs> yeah i'm like i want to i want to get it like a i kind of want to see what these people look like full yeah oh no i don't <laughs> i'm worried it's a professor coral situation listen nor is curious she's curious by default so she's definitely trying to see what these people look like mm-hmm. while also acknowledging the fact that that and we were trying to get it. So she's definitely going to like take a look and snap a screenshot with her uh, her little glasses and then keep going. If I can do all that in one action, which seems like a lot, but... So what we'll do is um, you're not attacking, so we'll use your action a little bit differently here. It'll it'll just be a, a different action, right? Another action. If you want to give me a sleight of hand to kind of, as you walk past, because you're trying to stay disengaged from the situation... You don't want to fight, but you are trying to kind of grasp and remove this cowl in a in a swift motion as you walk by. Where'd they go? Oh, oh, uh, that is a nine, which is what I needed to make it because my sleight of hand's a ten. Oh, okay, wow, very good. Whoa, I saw like okay. zeros. I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Whoa, or bad? I'm so sorry, you guys. So you walk by and you would plan to just walk into the building. You do not want to engage with the fight that is happening. As you said, you don't generally see stuff like this outside of the video games you play. And even then, 
you normally play cozier games. The the extent of that is for your, you know, first person shooter Saturdays. And even then, this was a, a little bit gruesome, but you are overcome with curiosity as these cows are just calling out to you. And with one fell swoop, you go towards the cow covering this individual's head and and image, and you rip it off. Travelers, it's me, Wing Evergimbal, famous name bad, and welcome back to the end of the seven dice. Sorry, I'm a little bit sleepy this morning. Okay, so sorry, morning. You know how it is. It's one of those days. You try to you try to get up, but it's just you, you pretty much perpetually want to stay in bed, and, and you try your hardest. But, uh. Oh well, travelers, you know how it is. You just. Some days you get the wig, other days you get the giraffe, so you just gotta keep on marching forward. Oh, uh, how are you doing? Oh, oh right, you're a, you're an ethereal being who can't answer back. I keep forgetting that. You know, when you talk to ethereal beings, like, once every two weeks, it really starts messing with your brain. Just a little bit. Now, there's a lot of strange creatures that come through here. You know, the end of the seven dice now is kind of traveling through the the different dimensions and we get all sorts of uh, all sorts of travelers coming in here we got beholders we have these little squid people floating around jellyfish all that kind of oh very very aquatic themed it seemed lately but you know the ethereal beings though you always go oh how's it going and then they, they just stare at you and then you're like oh right sorry my bad okay let's see here travelers Alright here. Uh, so, travelers, I don't know if I read this, but you know what? What the hey? I'm gonna read it anyways because it's lovely. So, we got one of those wonderful reviews that uh, I, I've been uh, asking for. And just gonna pull here and read it. Immersive storytelling, charming cast, and compelling campaign presence. Five stars. Just started listening to the new Escaping Carcosa campaign, and I'm loving the show so far. What a cool and unique concept to have two simultaneous campaigns showcasing different TTRPG game systems. The story is well-crafted and features immersive sound design and great music. Plus, both casts are a joy to listen to and play well off each other. Looking forward to seeing how the rest of the story plays out. That's from Wolfsbane from the United States of America. Thank you very much. Always love when we get these in. So we just uh, a big lights of fire under us and makes us feel great seeing that people are enjoying the story. Because, you know, we, we see the numbers. We see people are listening. But then it's just the void answering back. You know how it is, travelers. It's difficult to listen to the void. All right now, time for a cursed radio broadcast. Do, 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 do. And here we go. Hit a couple buttons, hit a couple switches. Oh, it has an eye now that's looking at me. Don't look at me. And then, uh... Really? 
Have you ever wanted to touch the stars? Thought that a life in the colony was just a little too drab? Join the landmark Colonial Crisis Response Teams. You'll get a taste of adventure, thrill, and protect worlds just like yours in the process. Become the hero you were meant to be. That should put him in a better spot for everybody to start taking pot shots. All right, let's move. I'll take the ones to the north. Cover me. Acknowledged. In the landmark Colonial Crisis Response Teams, you'll learn how to pilot a mech, an invaluable skill that you can take to any corporation, and secure yourself a new job and home once your service with us has ended. How bad does it look from your side? Not great. Yeah, pretty damn bad. Megan, what are we doing? As a pilot in the CRT, you'll join the elite group that calls this organization home and earn the respect of your friends and family back on the colony. It didn't work! It didn't work! This is not the simulation skip. Come on, man. So talk to your administrative representative or NHP today to enlist in the CRT programs. Protecting the frontier of tomorrow, today. You, you know what? One of, one of these days, one of the, I'm going to, I, I am going to program for you an alcohol subroutine or some kind, you know. That just sounds like, like an awful way to get him to cascade. Let's never that do sounds, that. It's for the yeah, subaltern, not for That's the, a terrible idea. <laughs> Response Team Omnicron is an actual play podcast of the Lancer tabletop RPG system and the Room for Wallflower Act 1 narrative campaign. Both are by Massive Press. Links to them as well as our cast and guests are in the description. Thank you. You know, it's never the, the messages itself that the radio gives. It's more the energy the radio sends off. Always makes my my skin feel weird. It's, uh, I guess, cursed radios, right? They always make you kind of feel like... All right, travelers. Oh, I forgot to tell you a little fun fact. The Nostradamus Corporation in 2050 Seattle is one of the best places that you could work. They have more than competitive pay. They actually help pay off any debts that you owe, with, of course, uh, working there for a long period of time. They, you know, they're helping. They will pay for your education, make sure that you have complete and full benefits to cover any of your needs, and they even help set up people with buying a first-time home. Isn't that lovely? It's the dream. Oh my goodness, it's the dream. That's why when Carcosa Online came out and it all didn't go very well and everyone's like, what the frick's going on, Nostradamus? That's why everyone reacted so intensely because they had such a high opinion of the company. So when the company made such a big mistake, everyone was quite upset thinking they should do better. Well, that's my fun fact for you. And it's time for us to dive back into this tale and see what our investigators are up to in the Museum of Pop Culture. Until next time, dear travelers, I bid you all adieu. Underneath, you see that the upper part of their head was being concealed on purpose. It is a mangled mess. It looks as if there are indentations forming on different parts of their head. You don't really know what's going on and why any normal person that had this, this form 
would not be standing before you and fighting in the capacity that these people are. It looks as though someone took the head and physically formed it to their liking. Okay. Is everyone still standing there? I'm so sorry. Yeah. But I'm so curious. Why did you do that? Guys, face to face. Guys, literally, look <laughs> right oh, at bro. this person. So it, it it looks like their heads have been, like, crushed or mangled. Like, when we look at it, we think, like, this person should not be okay. Right. It looks okay. as if it two very large hands, not normal-sized hands, just oh, took no. it and left marks, kind of. Like, really, like, finger-shaped mm-hmm. marks. Yes. Oh, boy. Like finger- I I'm just imagining there are really big fingernail imprints in this <sighs> person's head right now. I hate it. Hate it. So if you'll all give me a resolve roll, because even if it was just a normal injury, these look like finger indentations, and they're very large finger indentations. Uh, 26. Success. I got a 32. Oh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. My uh, resolve is a 75, and I rolled a 62. Ooh. My resolve's 40, and I rolled a 56. <sighs> so it makes, so I did not make it. Well, that's, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this I is mean, fully karma. I feel like that's the fair. Of my, the consequences of my actions. Yeah. So, Nor, you have made a grave mistake. And on top of that, if you will go ahead and give me a education roll. My education's a 90 and I rolled a 43, so I'm like less than half. Okay. Which is bad. It is bad. It is bad. So, you understand more than you would like the disfigurement that is on top of this person's head is not of normal aptitude you are wise enough to know that these indentations look like fingerprints finger indentations rather and that they are larger than any other hand that you have ever seen if you would go ahead and take about three points off of your resolve okay 37 now. Oof. Nor snaps that with her little glasses, just does a little... <laughs> Do you want to remember that? <laughs> oh, no. And then, just on autopilot, is like, yup. And just keeps just going forward. <laughs> and then, what did you say that your resolve was down to? Uh, 37. Mm, interesting. I don't have much resolve. I have, like, 40. Which is also bad. Then you should stop revealing things you shouldn't be revealing. <laughs> Nora is too curious to not. Re- it's her whole job to be curious to you guys. <laughs> That's no good for curious cat Nor <laughs> to have low resolve. Listen, she has very little oh willpower. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, protect Nora from herself. <laughs> so, and actually, because of this is a consequence of your your mm-hmm. role, because you did in fact understand what you were seeing, and you are deeply disturbed by it. You are within the range for our crossed wires homebrewed mechanic for the resolve rolls. So this means that there's been a miscommunication amongst you and your fellow investigators and everyone is impacted negatively by it. I'm thinking in this case, it is the fact that you took off the cowl at all. Everyone just kind of wanted to go ahead and dive in. And so your fellow investigators and any other friendly PCs within 10 minutes of you are going to roll 1d6 to lose resolve. Everybody barfs real fast because it's awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not having a good time. <laughs> Suddenly, Nora's no longer part of the group. 
No. No. We would oh. never. Shit, I rolled a five. Yeah, so I lost four. I rolled a one. Current resolve is now 66. <laughs> Thankfully. I think that was the first congrats, though. I think that was the first time you all had a, a fully sanity roll and everything <laughs> tumbled forward after it. I think it's great. This is amazing. Yeah. And we have a picture of it, so we can look at this moment forever uh, now. Absolutely. This is what learning feels like. We can repeat this moment anytime we look at your photo. Yeah. yeah. take psychic damage. So as uh, you all <laughs> shudder a little bit at this imagery before you, Nor, you are heading inside the building, correct? And I believe... Fable, you wanted to as well kind of make a dive past the impaled security personnel and the one who is being held down by Guy at the moment. Is it a narrow hallway? It is fairly narrow. Nothing too, too small, but think of a relatively small office building that has hallways to kind of get to and fro different doors and buildings and office suites. I would like to just do... Like a tic-tac off the wall to the yeah. opposite side, which is just like you jump and you put one foot on the wall and it propels you forward without stopping your forward momentum. So kind of take off in a run, um, push off that wall, and then like try to sprint full speed to tackle the person who was walking away. And sprints past Nora like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Nora still has the cowl in her hand. She took it. No. A souvenir as a treat. No. Out of fear, just like held onto it tighter and went, okay. And then just... Great. Yeah. (laughs) She has it. And then, Guy, you are still holding down this individual. Mo, what are you doing at this present moment? Well, I I saw something Mm. I didn't want to see. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, well, they shake their head out of that. And uh, holding on to the lance, I mean, the boom mic, just tries to go past and follow after. Because that's uh, Mm -hmm. clearly the goal. But maybe keep in... Maybe wait for Guy. Um, so I just to, just so Guy's not stuck with these two, <laughs> all by himself. Yeah. Are we still in combat order? You are. Yes. So I'll like wait around with the with the you know with the boom mic ready to poke them from the back <laughs> if I need to. Can I check in really fast on how holds work? Is it like delaying your turn where I can fit? I can choose where I slide in, or I just like skip this round and end up in the next round? Because you are leaving this area of combat and going forward, I would say either it's a flee from the combat or just like another action, like you're trying to involve the third personnel into the combat. Next is the security personnel who's being helped down, so, uh, or the one who is knocked, rather, and they're gonna make their save to see whether or not they fall unconscious. Alright, so yeah, they fail their save and they are currently unconscious. So, Fable, if you want to take your second action. I forgot you had that second one. So my other action was doing like a tic-tac to get past the situation in the doorway and then try to launch myself at the, oh, the one guard that's going away. So can my can this next action be like trying to, to truly tackle them to the mm-hmm. ground and stop them? Yeah. So go ahead and give me a... We'll do a fighting brawl, and what is your... You want to grapple them, hold them in place, you want to knock them prone, you want to pin them. What is your end goal? If they're walking away, like, back to Fable, I think Fable is going to try to just, like, jump them and do, like, a... Like, a... This name of this move sounds worse than it is. It's a rear naked choke, which is just, like, you 
you wrap your arm around their throat. I know it sounds right. more fun First than it is. First, your job is like um, penetration testing. Now you're doing your rear naked show. <laughs> but it's easy. It's really easy. If someone's yeah. facing the wrong way, you just jump on their back. Right, and then... So Fable will just try to jump on their back um, and try to stop them from, like, shouting. Yeah, go for it. Oh, no. Okay. It wasn't 100, but I did roll a 71, and my mm-hmm. brawl is 45. Okay. Oh, no. Fable realizes really fast that they haven't watched wrestling recently, and they're not actually totally sure how to do this. Like, I've only tried this on my partner, <laughs> not in real life. <laughs> Fable remembers that Krav Maga class was, like, five years ago. They didn't retain it as well as they thought. My body remembers. My, all right. <laughs> it did not. My brain remembers whether my body can. I did a quick thing to see if they noticed you coming because the other security guards did not get a chance to alert them that you all were trying to slip through and attacking them. So I'm actually going to say that that is a surprise grapple and you will make the the grapple attack. Uh, you are a merciful god. For now. For now. <laughs> it's okay. She has to be nice to us. It's still our first combat. <laughs> she can't all kill right. us. <laughs> yet. You have jumped up and you're holding onto them from, from the back. And they are, you know when uh, you see someone kind of fighting back when someone grabs them like that, but they can't really reach you. They're kind of uh-huh. <laughs> doing the number where they're putting each arm behind their back and, and like, what what are you doing? You were instructed to wait outside. Yeah, well, I love how formal they still are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> I don't have a good retort. And to, <laughs> just, like, hold them tighter. Are they still speaking in unison? Does, do the ones on the ground say the same thing at the I, same time? Oh, I don't think so. I think... No, they're yeah, unconscious. Can you imagine if they were trying to, though? The one that's, like, impaled is like, you were <laughs> I want to stick yeah. a boom mic in their mouth. That'd be hilarious. Oh my God. Fable's like, well, you were instructed to not be scary. God damn it. And, like, is trying to choke out the <laughs> I'm, I'm very close to this person's um, head, by the way, which I hate. You are. Because I, I saw the other person with no cal. You oh. don't know if they all look like that. Who knows? Maybe that was just a one-off. Listen, you just saw it. You, I, I, I did the education role. I probably... <laughs> like, okay, I just... I already have a name for them. Spudheads. No. <laughs> I gotta go. Because <laughs> potatoes have bums. <laughs> Potatoes have bumps. Yeah. It's not a pun. It's buttheads. Just imagining potatoes with fingernail imprints. No. I hate it. I hate it. Michaela, you, you look made like them. that. I know. You did this. I bet I bet when you were making them, you had some potatoes lying around and like subconsciously was like, hmm, hmm. Well, dense. Hmm. Let's turn these potatoes into french fries, my friends, and get get let's into mashed potatoes. Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, let's let's so, go. You, Fable, you have successfully grappled onto the back this individual. Somehow. And you are calling them spooky, to which he raises a brow, but can't really do anything about it. And we go back to our friend Guy, who is still holding down this other individual who's not yet been knocked unconscious and is struggling to get free of his grasp. Trying his best not to look at the guy in the, in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 because 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 it's all it's just so like just like one eye looking right and Nora has taken the cow with her <laughs> Gra- grabs them by the by the, like the, the collar okay and just like just just shouts at them where is Victoria Highland what is Carcosa and then uh, is that uh, is that your action you're just trying to get answers from them or kind of attempting an intimidate if possible 
if these are intimidatable, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not. <laughs> I am gonna say, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you roll an intimidate because at the moment he is in a precarious position. When you say shout, guy, is it possible you mean gently whisper as not to alarm? <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> uh, Thinking not. about that, yeah. Oh god, you oh. yell. Oh god. <laughs> Hey, it's a character choice. <laughs> yes. No, it's a good one. And I fully support all character choices. <laughs> the second you do that, Norgos shows you. Miss reveals like, a lot. You. <laughs> he is grimacing at you as you shout this in his face. Rolls a 41, which is just a normal success. Just a normal success? Okay. You're still technically outside, guys, so it's okay. I don't know. I feel like you've collapsed into the doorway at this point because they were oh. still standing in the doorway. Both slowly pushes them out and closes the door. <laughs> you look this individual in the eyes and you shout at him. And he grunts with dismay. He is in a, a bit of a predicament at the moment. They probably shouldn't have sent off the third guy down the hall. But thanks to Nor's charms, they were going to at least go check the validity of what you all were telling them. He looks at you and he goes, Carcosa online is just a game. And Victoria Highland is inside where all the other individuals are. But I think you already knew that. Unless I have time to, to punch him, I'll pass on the turn. Okay, sounds good. Next would be Noor. So like, are Fable and the other creepy potato head per- person Spudhead. out of the hallway already? Spudhead, are they out of the hallway already? Or are they kind of, still kind of like in the hallway? Or are they in like the main, like, what, what, I guess where, where are we like located right now? What, is it, what does it look like? You are still in the hallway. Okay. They have made their way down a good bit at this point, And it looks to be as though there is a shoot off coming up ahead and one leads to a left end and one leads to a right end. Um, You could see light coming from the rooms. You can't really tell what's up ahead just yet. And they're not making too much progress since they are both struggling quite a bit at the moment. (laughs) They're kind of shuffling down the hallway. I think Noor now fears for her life now that she's seen the fact that these people have finger like nail indents in their heads Mm -hmm. like finger indents very important question if i Mm -hmm. tase someone does it tase the person that it's also on (laughs) (laughs) do i know that let me goggle it let me goggle it (laughs) what are the logistics of like table also getting tased i feel like they would definitely i would say they might feel it but i think if you were directing the attack towards the individual might be According to Goggle. Right. The current only flows between the two tips of the taser. Okay. So it will not pass through a person. Very good. Cool. I didn't think humans oh, were conducting. Okay. I just wanted to check. Yeah, nah. I was ready to admit humans were natural conductors. So I was just... Only when it comes I mean, to That sounds man. right to me. That's the, yeah. So that's the one. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. It's true, because then there's just so much that it... Okay. Yeah, okay. So I think Noor sees Fable jump on this person mm-hmm. and is like, I should probably do something now. And kind of like walks up, not like, 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 like gets behind them before they get to the split and tases the, the, the baddie. Yeah. Fable is currently choking. Tase the baddie. So you are going to go ahead and use your stun gun. 
roll your fighting brawl. I just made a normal success. I rolled a 43. Okay, perfect. So it's still success. Take it. And then if you want to go ahead and roll your attack for that. That would be uh, one plus whatever stun uh, damage would be done. I rolled a two, which is a one for the 1d3. Really frying these After- potatoes. Just frying some potatoes. After this, we rolled detect broom closet and stuff three people into the broom closet. <laughs> you can, right? Like, you can uh, check your surroundings and, and such if you want to kind of get them off your case so you can make make your way down the hall in peace without them alerting anyone. Uh, okay, so you've done yeah. sun damage and normal damage. They cannot really fight back at the moment. Yeah, she very much chases them in, like, the upper thigh very Let's see what their dex is. Yeah, Ouch. trying to get their leg to, like, buckle, essentially. Get them to the ground. Like, it doesn't do anything, but, like, for, like, story purposes, she chases them in, like, to get them to, like, buckle, essentially, to get their leg to, like, freeze up. It is now their turn, since they are also engaged. And they are going to try to get out of your... <laughs> they would like to get out of your grasp. <laughs> They don't like the hug. I guess we didn't ask for consent. That's fair. They, they either super escaped or they did not escape at all. They did not escape at all. They tripped their way into a broom closet. <laughs> they died. There's suddenly a pit in front of them and they just... They are doing the same song and dance that they were, right? You are in a very precarious position on their back and they're trying to kind of grab at you and they think that they are slick and that they're going to turn around and do a little maneuver where they kind of grab at your side to sling you off. But between you still on top of them and causing them distress and nor having just tased them, the dexterity just isn't there. They're feeling a little frazzled at the moment and they are not able to knock you off of them. All right. And then next would be Fable again. And how is this person looking in terms of like damage and awakeness? They've only taken a little bit of damage because mostly you just have them kind of um, grappled at the moment. And the little bit of damage that Nor did was enough to be an, an inconvenience, but it, it doesn't really bother them too, too much. Okay. You could try like slamming their head into a wall your own body force or something i don't know yeah or just like grab the back of their head with the hair oh wait they don't have hair because they're spud heads no i'm not grabbing that zone it's bad back there my hands no go back there <laughs> don't touch their head never mind i'm i'm hesitant to stop choking them because i don't want them to cry out for help but i think that's a good idea so i think fable has like has fully jumped onto their back monkey style and has like one arm around their neck and both legs wrapped around their waist mm-hmm. and like says, I'm sorry, I am kind of a little and then like puts one leg out and kicks really hard off of the wall of the hall and tries Oof. to slam their head into the opposite side. Nice. As if they hadn't already gotten so many dents in their heads. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> yes, and um, if you'll go ahead and roll me a brawl. <laughs> okay, my brawl's 45, and uh-huh. I rolled a 6, which is a super success. Ooh, okay. That's not what it's called, but in my heart. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's an extreme success. I got Nailed you. It. Super success. You said ooh, and I got immediately scared. I need I you know, to know. I know, it's a good ooh, or... Alright, so then you will do your max damage. Fight back. Yeah, because they rolled a 78, trying to fight back. 
Uh, it's 1d3 plus damage bonus, which is minus one. So it's a two. Alright. I'm gonna hit the gym immediately after this. I'm gonna hit the gym so hard. <laughs> Gotta hit the gym. Gotta hit the gym. Fable's Protein using shakes. Their, their one money to hire a personal trainer immediately after this encounter. You make Mo hire you a personal trainer. Pay me back with like forget Thai food. I'm done with Thai food. I want a <laughs> I want a personal trainer. Did you slam this individual's head into the wall or into a door? You said. Is there a door? I was going for the opposite side of the hallway. You take this individual and you are wrestling with him still. He's taking little bits of damage here and there. Some very pestersome damage from Noor, shocking him with a stun gun. (laughs) And you manage to overpower him just enough to slam his face into the opposite side of the hallway that you two are kind of fighting on. And as you do so, you have major way far enough down the hall that you are near the Hall of Fame in the first level. And it is a little back end door away from the main entrance. And you shove his head into the door and cause it to pop open, causing both of you to tumble for a moment. No. I love it. It's very cinematic action-y. We will take our break there. So nervous that there's a bunch of friends in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Escaping Carcosa is brought to you by the Ballad of the Seven Dice Network. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Ballad of the Seven Dice. Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show, such as hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is pay what you want and contains behind-the-scenes footage, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the algorithm. Until next time, dear travelers, keep an eye out for that yellow sign.